Wax 104.5. Bob and Jill with you. You a tequila drinker? I am not. Don't you really? You never went to the, what do they do? The tequila shots and a lime or a lemon and salt on their hand and... Well, that was really popular when I was in high school. Oops. <laughs> high school? <laughs> <laughs> but not so much. Oh, boy. No, I could never handle that either, but it, I think they I think they still do it. Lots of tequila is consumed and uh, I guess the shot, what the shot, is it lime or lemon? I'm trying to remember. Maybe it's both. I don't know. And salt. But anyway... We're not going to have any of that this morning because we've got chores to do here on a little bit colder week as we get closer and closer to New Year's. I think New Year's is just a magnet for colder weather. Well, we lost a couple of guys that were important, I guess, in this country. Yesterday, a couple of well-known gentlemen passed away. Harry Reid, who was a senator from Nevada for many years, a Senate majority leader for... uh, I don't know, four, five, six, seven years earlier this century. He passed away, pancreatic cancer. He was 82. And John Madden, kind of surprised because over the weekend they were hyping his documentary. And uh, he passed away yesterday at 85. Kind of a surprise, of course, a football coach, probably better known as a football commentator. He He was very colorful in his language, so to speak. Bang, boom, this is how you do it. And he uh, got a lot of attention that way. But uh, a good guy always had that big smile on his face. Did you know uh, John Madden? I did not, actually. <laughs> I've heard of him. you got to get out more, you know? I know. Uh, you you got to get away from your cows a little bit once in a while. Well, it's that dead-end road, you know. It just kind of <laughs> keeps sucks me in. There you go. So, again, we lost a couple of guys. Well, what are some of the headlines we're going to be looking at this morning as far as our farm news here? we got uh, some things to talk about. We've got, uh, we're going to talk about the rise in food prices. We're going to talk about supply chain issues. We're going to talk about the hog numbers. And they're going to review the farm bill bill this year, even though it's not due till 2023. All right. So those are some of the stories we'll be talking about. We'll get to the end of the year, of course, between... Uh, now on the weekend, not much going on as far as meetings or get-togethers, but there will be uh, lots of them happening after the first of the year. And if we don't get this, and it's our job, it's our job to get this COVID under control so we can get back out and get rid of Zoom and virtual meetings and meet face-to-face. But if we don't have the will to get rid of COVID, then get used to more Zoom meetings more hanging around at home, and between you and I and the woodpile, I'm getting sick of it. So let's get this thing under control. I just uh, I just hate sitting in front of a computer and talking to people. All right, weather-wise, it's cold. Wednesday, that's today, 10 for a high, partly sunny, and of course we've got wind chills out there, so the temperatures don't feel like the temperatures. There we're four degrees here, but feels below zero with a wind chill. Now tomorrow will be the warm day, twenty-five and cloudy. New Year's Eve day on Friday, eighteen and cloudy. New Year's Day, it will be partly sunny with a high of about one above. Sunday, partly sunny, a high of five. And as we said, right now it's four degrees here. It's five in Rice Lake. Medford's at seventeen. So, again, it's not bad. Down in the Coolies, down in Black River Falls, Sparta, Tome area. Sparta's checking in at 16 this morning. So it's uh, not all that bad out there. But if you got to do the chores, stand by the bunk this morning. Wear some good warm clothes. I think you'll appreciate it. Your local Pekin Insurance Agency, Forward Insurance, works to find the right auto, home, business, and life insurance for you. Contact them today to set up protection plans for your present and future. Learn more about their coverages at www.forward.bank slash insurance or ask your agent for more details. Pekin Insurance is rated superior for personal lines claim service by Ward Group. Conveniently located in Stanley, Thorpe, and Withy. They'll go beyond the expected for you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. On a Wednesday morning. Four degrees right now in Eau Claire, but again, we've got some wind chills to factor in. They're nothing spectacularly low, but it's out there. 10 degrees going to be the temperature high today. 25 tomorrow, New Year's Day. 
It'll only be about one above, so you can expect overnight some temperatures are going to be pretty well below zero as we get closer to the weekend. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM WAXX Eau Claire. Let's get some news this morning. NBC News Radio, I'm Trey Thomas. The football world is mourning the passing of Hall of Famer John Madden. Matt Mattinson has more. It's just super football. I mean, I, I, lo- I love these kinds of games. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell released a statement saying he passed away at the age of 85 unexpectedly on Tuesday morning. Madden was head coach of the Oakland Raiders from 1969 until 1978, winning Super Bowl XI. He would go on to become one of the most well-known broadcasters in all of sports. The Madden video game series has become one of the most popular franchises of all time, selling over 100 million copies since being released in 1988. Goodell noted that Madden was football. President Biden is remembering his former Senate colleague, Harry Reid, after the Nevada Democrat passed away on Tuesday. Mark Mayfield has more. Biden said that Reid met the marker of what he believed is the most important measure in a person, their action and their word. Current Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer called Reed one of his dearest friends. Nevada Governor Steve Sisolak released a statement saying there will never be another leader quite like Senator Reed. Harry Reed was 82. President Biden is lifting COVID travel restrictions on Southern Africa. That's where the Omicron variant was first detected last month. It now makes up most of the new cases across the nation. The president says scientists have made substantial progress in understanding the variant. There's even more proof the nation remains divided nearly a year after the Capitol attack. A new poll by UMass Amherst found 44% of people blame former President Trump for the violence on January 6th. But among only those who voted for President Biden, the number is 79%. 71% of Republicans also admit they don't think Biden's election was legitimate. You're listening to NBC News Radio. Farmers understand return on investment. They understand the power and the value of the sun. Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. This is just another opportunity for them to look for that power and that value. It's a business decision. Everything that farmers do and don't do on their land and their with their property is money. <laughs> so one of the things that I heard one farmer say, it's a crop that I am yielding. <laughs> uh, instead of harvesting corn on this little section, he's harvesting sunlight to make electricity. You should reach out to us, and we will come out there for a very specialized, specific quote for you to look at your farm. We can put solar anywhere. We can put it on a barn. We can put it on the ground. We can put it on a hill. (laughs) So we can put it anywhere that makes sense to you and your farm and your situation. And then once we design that, even powering your whole farm, you can harvest enough sunlight to have a $0 energy bill. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com to start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's take a look at our weather again quickly. If it gets rolling out, uh, we can tell you that it's going to be rather cold the rest of the week. Not bitterly cold, but December into January cold, I guess we could call it. Brought to you by Mark Warren Motors. Don't forget, you need new tires for winter. They got them. Call the parts and service department, markwartmotors.com. So get those tires from Markwart. They got a lot of them. Today, it's going to be partly sunny, high about 10. Thursday, I think we got, what do you think we got, uh, maybe a couple inches of snow yesterday in the early evening? Yeah, I got about three. I shoveled yeah. it off my pad out by the house. Okay, so about two or three inches around here anyway. So not sure what you got, but uh, that's done. Don't see any snow in the forecast for a while. So again, tomorrow, cloudy 25. New Year's Eve day will be about 18 and cloudy. And on Saturday, New Year's Day, one above. That's as warm as it's going to get, partly sunny. Sunday, we'll get five above. And again, partly sunny skies. Rice Lake, as we checked our temperatures when we came in this morning, five at Rice Lake, 16 at Sparta, 17 at Medford, 23 at Wausau, 20 at Marshfield, Lacrosse checking in at four above, so again, some colder weather coming from the west. Green Bay, Madison, Sun Prairie at 28 this morning. Milwaukee checking in at 37. And here in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls area right now, we've got four degrees at five and a half minutes after five o'clock. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. 
Keeping Wisconsin strong. Get insurance from a company who knows Wisconsin and cares about your community. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer competitive home and auto rates? Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more about products and discounts. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And once again, Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us our markets and Jill, the cash livestock. Choice-fed beef steers are 128 to 142 with mixed at 116 to 127. Choice-fed beef heifers are 127 to 144 with mixed at 70 to 126. Choice-fed beef Holstein steers are 108 to 117 and a half with select at 72 to 108. Cows are 44 to 57, with the top of 58 to 83 and a half. Bulls are 40 to 96. Butcher hogs are 31 and a half to 57. Sows are 51 to 54. Boars are 14 to 20. New crop fed lambs are 230 to 232. And feeder lambs are 235 to 360. At the Mercantile Exchange, cattle prices were higher yesterday. February live cattle closed 139.40. That was up 12. April at 143.95. That was up 27. And June cattle at 138.32, up 12. Feeder cattle for January, 183.55, up $1.15. March, 165.22, up a dollar ninety-five. April feeder cattle one sixty-eight fifty-two. Up a dollar sixty. May at one seventy-ninety. Up one thirty-two. And August at one seventy-nine ninety-five. And that was up seventy-seven. Hog prices were mixed. February lean hog carcass contracts eighty-two sixty-two. That was down a dollar two. April hogs eighty-seven fifty-five. Down seventeen. May at ninety-two seventeen was up thirty-two. And June at ninety-eight sixty-two was up. 52. And on the Board of Trade, slowing down a little bit yesterday, a quiet trade with uh, just a little bit of a correction, but uh, soybean meal continues to be hot. Meal prices have gone up $100 in the $100 a ton in the last 10 weeks. But overnight, March corn unchanged from yesterday's close at 604. The oats up a penny at 704. The March wheat contract now below eight dollars at seven eighty three this morning, and soybeans for March down a fraction, down to thirteen sixty seven after losing ground yesterday in the trade. Soybean meal up another two dollars and thirty cents for March four hundred eleven dollars and forty cents. Barrel cheese down four and a quarter at one sixty three and a quarter. Blocks up two at one ninety three. Butter up nine and a half yesterday, two forty a pound. Class three prices were mostly higher. December though was down two cents, eighteen forty one. January class three milk up six at nineteen ninety five. February up a dime at twenty thirty. March up twelve at twenty thirty one. And April down two at twenty oh four. Prices were mostly higher though through October of twenty twenty two. So that's where we are this morning as we move on with the farm show here on Wax. Four degrees outside in Eau Claire. Over to the east, it's a little warmer. 20 in Marshfield, 17 up at Medford this morning. Green Bay, 28. So, again, we've got a cooler day today. It's only going to get about 10 above as we catch up on what's going on as we uh, start planning for next year. Max Armstrong here. You know, it's time to start thinking about next year's crop, including fertilizer. This year, the cost and even the availability of nitrogen is on most farmers' minds. Pivot Bio created a new nitrogen, predictable in both performance and price, so farmers can be more confident. Pivot Bio Proven 40, the nitrogen that stays put, whether or not. To learn more, contact Ben Sand at 715-308-4633. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. The end of the year is oh so close. But we're going to look back a little bit on 2021 on our Provision Partners program today. Tom Hoffman joins us. Tom's over in the Auburndale Mill, Agronomy Division Manager with Provision Partners and Tom, Happy New Year. You got the party all planned for Friday night? 
thank you, Bob. Yeah, I do have, uh, we have some fun and festivities with some friends and, uh, and acquaintances and, uh, you know, obviously we can send off 2021 and try to, try to, you know, bring in the new 2022 and hopefully everything goes, goes great and, uh, you know, life will be good. I hope so too. Hey, let's talk about 2021, Tom, from an agronomy, agronomic point of view. Take us back some of the highlights, some of the challenges that we faced agronomically in 2021 and what it might mean in 2022. Yeah, well, 2021 overall was a pretty good year. You know, really a very good year. Some, you know, some parts of geography outstanding year, near record year. Some other areas still had a very good year, but I think we did have timing of planting was good. Um, some areas did get dry for some periods of there, but I think we were able to get some timely rains. Uh, in fact, a few areas even had a little, you know, some excessive rain, but, uh, but overall yields were good. A few challenges, um, really probably uh, some disease pressures in some crops. Uh, those that were able to address those were, were rewarded very well with enhanced yield. Uh, um, I think that that's, that's going to be a challenge. Some of those diseases that were present, uh, uh, you know, really have very high potential to linger into 2022. So they, they really will be need to need to be recognized and addressed by the producer to try to maintain very good yield. What were some of the things? I know tar spot was something that surprised a lot of people in our corn. What did you see in that area and other areas of disease? And how much of a possibility is that some of those can indeed carry over into 2022? A good point, Bob. And, uh, you know, tar spot certainly is a a relatively new disease, but it is something that we have seen, uh, you know, some other seasons. It it uh, it showed as its appearance in our geography. But if it came in earlier and on unprotected uh, unprotected crop, unprotected corn, it did really hit the yield very hard. Some areas that came in later and and didn't affect the yield too much. I think the idea is is that there was more widespread prevalence of it, which which uh, is concerning. But I'd also say the nature of the disease where it can overwinter and the likelihood if we have the right weather conditions, you know, that it could show itself in 2022 is pretty high. I think the big thing is it was noticed that it's more widespread than we had thought in some other years. Let's look ahead then, Tom, as we make our plans for 2022, our cropping plans. Hopefully they're in pretty good shape. But considering some of those things and how we figure those things in and also the 500-pound gorilla in the room, are these fertilizer prices bringing an update on that and how flexible we should be with this 2022 cropping plan? You know, fertilizer prices have, have uh, you know, near historical high. They're, they're pretty high. In the short term here, uh, short term, in a few months, does not appear at this point like it's softening. It is a market, hard to say. Uh, but right now, it, it's, uh, I think so many would like to say, wow, it's going to start softening any time. But, but it hasn't. And as we get closer to spring here, to make restitution on that just gets to be important. So I would tell producers, just don't, don't wait, you know, as you work with the suppliers such as ours, you know, need to talk about it, have a heads up, have a game plan. We need to try to make sure that we have stuff that we're prepared to serve people. And the idea of skipping some of the plant food economically doesn't doesn't help the producer. Uh, if there's a need for the plant food, certainly there's a there's a yield response, and, and you do need yield to justify things. What about that's fertilizer, Tom? Quickly, what about uh, chemicals, herbicides, and some of the other products that we plan that we probably are going to need? Supply prices looking ahead. What do you see? Yeah, a similar scenario there, Bob. We do have some things like glyphosate, you know, Roundup, glufosinate sources, as well as even some of our old conventional chemistry. Um, you know, some of that is the the, end, uh, the pipeline isn't very full. It's tight. It's a little bit higher. Um, we're going to have to use some other products in some situations that'll be very effective. But some of that we're still going to have to make sure that there's enough of it around to fulfill the to the needs and to fulfill the you know weed control. Um, Again, please communicate that as, as we go forth. But I do think things like glyphosate are, you know, I don't know if there will be quite enough to fulfill every single acre like we've had. In, in years past, it's a very, very, very common chemical and, and quite inexpensive and very plentiful. And it just seems like we're in a, in a mode here right now uh, for a couple of years where it's gotten tight and inventories aren't very good. And we'll have to have to adjust accordingly. So stay in touch with your uh, agronomists like the folks at Provision Partners. Tom with us today again, Tom Hoffman, Agronomy Division Manager at the Auburndale facility with Provision Partners. Tom, again, Happy New Year. Hey, well, Happy New Year to you, and hey, look forward to 2022. And that's Tom Hoffman over there. 
at Auburndale with Provision Partners Cooperative. Almost 16 minutes after 5 o'clock, and again, cold weather moving in from the west over some of our western cities now reporting Baldwin about 6 below, so over that way it's it's colder than it is farther inland, so to speak, in Wisconsin. So get ready, it's getting colder, and we've got farm news. Farm News brought to you by Dummer's Grain Service and Buck Country Grain. Harvest season is underway, and you know what that means. It's time to look at marketing your corn and soybeans. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman are the people to trust. They work with the farmer to get them the most competitive price for their commodities. Target Price offers purchase contracts, basis contracts, and more. They offer all grain services. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman. Give them a call today or visit their website at www.buckcountrygrain.com. It's where your corn and soybeans want to go. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's 17 minutes after 5 o'clock. Doomer's Grain Service out of Holman and Buck Country out of Arcadia. Cash price corn is five forty, with soybeans at twelve seventy four. And here we go with some farm news. With the rise in fertilizer prices, farmers aren't the only ones who will be spending more money in twenty twenty two. Food prices are also predicted to be higher next year. Researchers, researchers estimate a five percent jump in food prices for just the first half of next year. Supply chain disruptions along with increasing inflation are the reasons why. Prices for staples like dairy products, bread, produce, snacks, and alcohol will see the highest increases. Factors contributing to the rise in costs also include higher labor, packaging, shipping, and logistic costs for supermarkets. That follows the trend for this year when we saw prices for food consumed at home jump by almost 6.5%. Supply chain issues are getting better, at least according to the Biden administration. In a meeting last month, Biden's Supply Chain Task Force reported shorter wait time for shipping containers held at the Los Angeles and Long Beach ports. Those two ports handle 40% of the imports into the U.S. Since mid-October, the port of Long Beach has decreased container unloading time from 12 days to 5 The Port of Los Angeles has gone from nine days to four. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack, along with other members of the task force, is also working to cut some red tape for trucking companies by changing the registration of apprentice truck drivers from two months to two days. Yeah, that's what they say. One of the problems getting enough uh, big rig semis in there to to haul the stuff out, whether that'll help or not, but... uh, they're making attempts to get that stuff out and uh, get it moved around the country. Thank you, Jill. We'll have more farm news coming up 19 minutes after 5 o'clock. Well, what about supply chain issues? We're going to hear more about that in our uh, featured interview today, Supply Chain Research with Kerry Retallick. We'll do that next as we've got uh, lots going on, but uh, we'll find out about the supply chain next on Wax. Brought to you by Chili Implement in Chile. A lot of land comes with a lot of work. The Kubota MX Series has a lot to offer. Part of our under 100 horsepower tractor lineup, rated number one for reliability, they feature the versatility to mow, move hay bales, grade roads, and clear brush and snow. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Chili Implement in Chile today for all your equipment needs. They're west of Marshfield on 8th, then south on Y. BadgerBean.com puts the Wisconsin soybean farmer first. And it's your place to go for the latest soybean news and research from leading industry experts. Simple, easy-to-access resources for the betterment and advancement of a sustainable soybean industry right here in Wisconsin. BadgerBean.com, an invaluable tool constantly updated for Wisconsin soybean farmers. For info and the latest updates, find us on Facebook and visit BadgerBean.com today. 
Hangar Trucking and Loyal wishes you and your family the merriest Christmas. They sincerely thank you for your business this past year and truly hope the upcoming year is a great one for you. They look forward to serving you in 2022 with whatever sand, granite, gravel, backhoe, and bulldozing you may require. And for your spring liming, they have a variety of lime plus the equipment to get it spread on your fields. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from everyone at Paul Bugar Trucking and Loyal. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. For about the past year and a half, we've been dealing with terms we haven't dealt with before to an extent that we are now. Bob Osel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. I'm talking about terms like Zoom and virtual and supply chain. Things that we knew were out there but uh, never got the attention they are now. And Steph, you had a chance to talk to uh, some folks that are very much involved in that supply chain situation. Oh, yes. And Bob, you and I know the COVID-19 pandemic has shocked the livestock supply chain. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. When processing plants had to shut down, animals had nowhere to go. And that backlog can lead to overcrowding in barns, which can lead to animal welfare issues. So the best practice to prevent that is euthanization and proper disposal of the animal. Carrie Ritalik is the executive vice president of the Wisconsin Pork Association. She says the industry is investing money to research depopulation as the U.S. continues to face new COVID variants and also the threat of the African swine fever. Yes, yeah, so it's really unfortunate situation, but what we have found out from the pandemic is that what we can do to make sure that those animals are taken care of properly and are humanely euthanized so that they, uh, we can get them... Uh, euthanized and disposed of in a in a proper fashion processing plants can't take all the animals like when people wonder why do they have to be euthanized so there was a what happened was there was the plants couldn't take as many and so then what happened is is there the pigs started to build up and they were getting they were continuing to grow but the producer couldn't take them to the plant because they the plants weren't open and even when they got back open, there might have been an issue with those uh, pigs being able to get to the plant itself. So if those pigs are there on a farm for a week or two weeks beyond what they're supposed to for the market side of things, then those pigs are too big to take to market. And the unfortunate instance of that is, is they have to be euthanized. And if they're too big, it means that they would bring them in and the equipment wasn't able to hold the pigs in that size. So they had to be destroyed instead of being able to be sent to go through the plant and be sent for food processing. That's something to keep an eye on as the Omicron COVID-19 variant spreads into the Midwest. But it's not just a human disease that can result in mass depopulation of livestock. The U.K. had experienced foot and mouth disease in their sheep and cattle. And the African swine fever is a growing concern today as the U.S. tries to prevent it from coming here. Yeah, so we're always hoping that we don't have a foreign animal disease get into uh, the United States. But the, the issue is we need to be prepared if it does. So we need to have plans in place. What are we going to do? How do we move forward with it? How do we going to euthanize an animal if we have to? Um, where will we dispose? of them and what we found out during the pandemic is that we're not adequately prepared to answer all those questions so we're working on this at this time with the department of agriculture and making sure that we have those things in place in the future the national pork board has just invested two hundred and forty thousand dollars to research uh, this big hit to the supply chain and then also pushing checkoff dollars to depopulation research. Yes, they are. So we, we had the $240,000 that just went for some real-time production units that would basically help with the euthanization itself. And then there's another $8 million that they've put in for additional research and things for uh, depopulation efforts and euthanasia efforts as we're moving forward. How come this hasn't ever been done before? Is it just the sheer amount of money investment it takes to conduct research like this? 
So there is a lot of dollars. Um, they've always been, we've, we've done a lot of, National Port Board has done a lot of research in the past with our checkoff dollars in regard to euthanasia. There's been a lot of work done on making sure that the euthanasia process that we have is adequate and appropriate for the size of the pig. So that has been something that's been ongoing. This was a situation that we did not predict at the time, and the pandemic made it that we had some things that we had to do immediately. And what we ended up doing in the state of Wisconsin is we put together a program that we could call Passion for Pork, that we could actually get those pigs to um, some plants throughout the state, get them processed, and get them to food banks so that they didn't actually have to euthanize them and just put, send them to, like, rendering. Emergency management is something that's top of mind for the pork industry amidst the, again, African swine fever. What is the ASF situation right now? Well, I think it's uh, we're, we're definitely... Um, concerned about the possibility. What has happened is National Pork Producers Council has worked very hard to try to um, add additional resources such as more beagles at the airport and additional security. So trying to keep that, that ASF out of the United States itself. Um, they also support some other um, some other countries to look at what they are doing with ASF that they have so that we can learn from that as well. So there's a lot of research that's been going in to um, identify things that we can do to be prepared if necessary. It is so important for the A community to prevent supply chain disruption and animal disease because farmers don't want to euthanize their animals. So much goes into preventing having to cull an animal from giving extra care to the runt and the litter to having strict biosecurity measures. So mass depopulation has to take a toll on farmer mental health. Fortunately in Wisconsin, we didn't have a lot of those issues where they had to do it extensively, but some of them did have to put some animals down and it's never easy. But sometimes it's the most humane thing to do. In this situation, it was because they didn't have enough room. And so if they didn't have enough room, then we wanted to make sure that those animals weren't suffering because they didn't have the appropriate space needed. So there's there's a lot of reasons to go through it. I mean, in this case, it wasn't an animal health disease. So DACCAP couldn't help us as much as they would probably have liked to um, with some of the decisions made. But during the pandemic, we've definitely found out that we're very vulnerable and we need to do additional work to make sure that we're prepared for anything in the future. Now, there was some relief dollars uh, for folks who had to depopulate their herds. Is that still going on? Is there still access to funds to make up for those losses? They had, um, similar to other COVID-19 programs that were out there, they had to apply for that, and then they would receive uh, information back and then, of course, get their get their funding. So all the applications had to be in, they would review them and then they would notify them if they were able to uh, be awarded some dollars for those pigs that they had to be euthanized. Let's reflect um, the current hog situation. Is there still backlogs to get to the processing plant? Are we still seeing maybe transportation problems and getting hogs to plants? At this point in time, it's um, everything is as back to normal on the most part. Um, at this point in time, we don't have any, I haven't had any producers send, give us calls that they've had loads canceled. Um, the processing plants have um, worked very hard to keep their, you know, have security measures, uh, health secu- safety measures in place so that they can keep those lines open. And so right now it seems that um, that the pigs are getting through the processing supply chain at this point in time. And again, that's Carrie Retallick. Carrie's been in the livestock business in Wisconsin for a long time, but supply chain issues, you know, we hear about it at the uh, major level with the major packers. They had to shut down because of COVID and uh, concentration and everything else. But uh, what about out on the farm when you got animals ready to go and there's no place to go with them? It's a challenge and it really throws off the supply chain, that is for sure. Well, let's find out how things are being marketed today. It's almost 5.30 in the morning so far this week, which is a full week because of the holidays on Saturday. Let's get over to the folks at Premier Livestock and Withy. Travis Pires with us this week. Good morning, Travis. Good morning, Bob. Well, how busy a week has it been? Is it normally a little bit slower this kind of a week? 
You know, it's usually slower. Um, I would say so far this year we've sold, or this week we've sold uh, about 1,300 head in two days. All so right. a little, up. little slower than normal. How's the sale? How are the numbers going? Uh, the numbers are uh, actually looking pretty good right now. Uh, the, the Starting off here with the cow market, uh, pretty much a steady market, a little bit higher yesterday. The demand uh, for cows seems to be a little bit better yesterday than even on Monday. But the high-yielding cows yesterday did trade from 53 all the way up to $71. Most of the market cows from 38 to 52 and then low-yielding cows, 37 and down. Certified organic cows this week, uh, pretty much the high-yielding cows, 71 to 108. The low-yielding cows, 70 and down. Fat cattle market a little stronger yesterday. High choice and prime Holstein steers, 112 to 124.50. Low choice and select Holstein steers, 100 to 111. Choice beef steers and heifers, 113 to 124. And the low choice and select beef steers and heifers, 112 and down. Uh, choice berry, uh, dairy beef cross steers, 112 up to 124.50. With the underfinish and uh, mixed grading cattle, 99 and down. Bull market, steady market so far this week. High yielding uh, bulls, uh, 72 to 83. Then planter quality bulls, 71 and down. Baby calf market this week, uh, uh, the Holstein bull calves, uh, 75 uh, to 180. Holstein heifer calves, a uh, little demand for them, 10 to 20. The quality beef calves this week so so far, 125 all the way up to 335. And the light and off quality calves, all $20 per head and down. Uh, just a reminder, we do start here this morning at 9.30 um, with the hay sale. We do have a semi-load of certified organic round bales in. If you're in the need for um, organic hay, we do have a semi-load of that in today. We do also have uh, quite a bit of straw in and lots of round bales and big square bales. So come on out. If you uh, if you need hay, if you got hay to consign, please get it in early so uh, we can get it in the lineup for today. Then we'll start off with the dairy sale uh, at 11 o'clock. Uh, not a real big run of dairy cattle for today. But uh, what we got, we'll uh, we'll sure be ready to go with them at 11 o'clock today. So uh, tomorrow we will start uh, at 10 o'clock, and uh, that's going to be with our special uh, holiday sheep and goat sale. So that sale starts at 10 o'clock tomorrow. So if you do have goats and sheep to consign, please get them in early so we can process them through all the tagging and uh, everything that we have to take care of there. So get Get, get them in early if you have sheep and goats for tomorrow. And then we'll finish up the week with uh, baby calves and cows. And uh, then we'll be ready for the big New Year's Eve party on Friday. I would imagine it's going to be a big one over there, too, huh? Yeah, I don't know about that, but we'll, <laughs> we'll have something, probably. Oh, that's good. But, uh, again, a normal week right on through Thursday, right? Correct, yes. Normal week. All right. Travis, uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds real good, Bob. Thank you. All right, there he goes. That's Travis Parr checking in from Premier Livestock in the Withy area. And we've got some uh, weather to take a look at, and we're going to do that uh, next right here on Wax because it's cooling off. But the weather, that's next. Brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee. Chippewa Valley Bean would like to wish you and yours the happiest of holidays. As the year winds to an end and the crops are in the bin, it's time to reflect and be grateful for the bounty of our land. And Chippewa Valley Bean would like to work with you in 2022 to bring value to your operation with a bountiful crop of kidney beans. If you want to talk about what Chippewa Valley Bean can do for you, give their agronomist Ben a call at 715-556-1930 or find them on the web at CVB. Com. That's cvbean.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And our Chippewa Valley bean weather forecast shows it's cold. Cold weather coming in from the west. Baldwin, Osceola, River Falls, all those cities over that way. All below zero this morning and it's uh, moving our way. When we checked in, it was four above in Eau Claire, and I haven't checked the thermometer since we've been on the air, but I don't imagine it's warmed up a whole lot yet. We will eventually get to about 10 above today under partly sunny skies, and then uh, below zero tonight, Thursday, 25, it will be cloudy. New Year's Eve day on Friday, 18 and cloudy. Saturday for New Year's Day, it'll be a cold one, so you can bet New Year's Eve is going to be kind of cool. So we're looking for only a high of one above on Saturday, the first day of 2022. And on Sunday, partly sunny and a high about five above. As we said, it's below zero in western Wisconsin. Last time we checked, it was four above right here. What have you been checking? What do you find? 
I got one degree above with a wind chill of 14 below. All right. So that's in Eau Claire. So, again, it's cool out there this morning, to say the least. Thank you, Jill, for that update. And we're uh, right now about 24 minutes before, or 25 minutes, rather, before 6 o'clock. We've got some of our uh, other news coming up this morning on Wax. Morgan's going to join us with the news next. Brought to you by Christensen Sales. Auction schedules online at ChristensenSales.com. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you. And that means you want to talk to Christensen Sales in Abbotsford. Call Christensen Sales in Abbotsford at 715-223-6345 if you want to have an auction. They'll line it up for you, and don't forget it, Christensen Sales in Abbotsford, they're now offering live online bidding options as well. Your complete auction facility, Christensen Sales in Abbotsford, 715-223-6345. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And uh, let's find out what's going on in some of the other news around the area. As always, Morgan McCarthy is up and at him and with us to check in. Good morning, Morgan. Good morning. Here's what we're learning today. We'll start with headlines from our area as an officer has been cleared in a local case that stems back to November. The Eau Claire County District Attorney's Office has determined that the actions of City Eau Claire Police Officer Christopher O'Neill on November 3rd of 2021 in the course of his law enforcement duties in the city and county of Eau Claire were reasonable acts of self-defense and defense of others. You can read the report online, 715newsroom.com. Looking to public health and stretching across the country, the COVID crisis is setting a record just before we ring in the new year. Here's more. Dana from Johns Hopkins University said on Tuesday that the U.S.'s seven-day average reached just under 254,500 cases. That's the highest number since the pandemic began. The previous record happened in January of 2021 with just under 252,000 cases. This comes as the Omicron and Delta variants are running rampant across the country. I'm Mark Mayfield. And how it relates to Wisconsin in some parts of our state, hospitals in Madison say they're close to being overwhelmed because of the Omicron variant. University of Wisconsin Health released a statement saying it's struggling to deal with the number of patients that they're seeing right now. In other headlines, but staying at the Capitol, we shift to Governor Tony Evers with now having the most pardons for any Wisconsin governor. Evers announced 30 new pardons Tuesday, bringing the total for his administration to 337. Point of comparison, previous Governor Scott Walker didn't grant any pardons during his eight years in office. And while you're rolling through Holmet, you can get a roller dog. Quick trip set to hit another sweet milestone. Its 800th location this week will open. The store will be in Holman on the 1700 block of Tempty Street. That's near Highway 53 and 35. Quick Trip says that store will be open 5 o'clock tomorrow morning. And we take it from the Dairyland to Virginia, where a Bible and an 1865 magazine clipping are among some of the items that were in a time capsule buried under a statue of Robert E. Lee that recently came down. Mark Mayfield fills us in on those details. The capsule, opened on Tuesday, is the second found under the statue site in Richmond. The clipping from an 1865 edition of Harper's Weekly magazine shows an image of a figure weeping over Abraham Lincoln's grave, a Bible with a coin stuck in it, and a Richmond directory. Among more newspapers, books, coins, and letters was a type of bullet commonly used in the Civil War. I'm Mark Mayfield. And back to America's Dairyland and from our local 715newsroom.com, I'm Morgan McCarthy. And now you are up to date on Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Show with Bob and Jill. Thank you, Morgan, as always, uh, on top of things around the area. And a guy was telling me the other day, he said, she talked about the 800, 800th Quick Trip store going to open tomorrow in Holman. He said, you know, it won't be long. Wisconsin's going to be nothing but Quick Trip and Culver's. <laughs> I think he's right, but they're, they're doing business, and they're doing it well. So, uh, again, if it's successful, uh, they are expanding. All right, we've got uh, 21 minutes before 6 o'clock. We've got markets. We've got a little farm news to take a look at that we haven't got into yet. That's all coming up here on Wax. Again, one below right now. The wind chill is about 10 or 11 below. This year's Value Bonanza sales event at Baraboo Implement gives you more ways to save. Save big with 0% financing and cash back offers on select new Holland tractors, hay and forage products, and materials handling equipment. These offers end December 31st, so make the trip to Baraboo Implement in Rice Lake and St. Croix Falls today. For commercial use only, customer participation is subject to credit qualification and CNH Industrial Capital America LLC approval. Standard terms, conditions, and other restrictions apply. Down payment may be required. 
Bogart Trucking and Loyal wishes you and your family the merriest Christmas. They sincerely thank you for your business this past year and truly hope the upcoming year is a great one for you. They look forward to serving you in 2022 with whatever sand, granite, gravel, backhoe, and bulldozing you may require. And for your spring liming, they have a variety of lime plus the equipment to get it spread on your fields. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from everyone at Paul Bugar Trucking and Loyal. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 20 minutes to 6 here on Wax. Again, one below zero. You go further west, it's colder than that. You go further east, it's warmer than that. And that tells you the weather's going to move from west to east and it's going to get cold where it's a little warmer now. But uh, that's December in Wisconsin. we got markets, but Jill, a little more farm news. What else is going on? Hog numbers are decreasing in the U.S. As of December 1st, there were just over 74 million head across the country, down 4% from last December. The breakdown includes 68 million head of market hogs and almost 6.2 million head of breeding animals. Iowa continues to be the biggest hog-producing state with almost 24 million head, with Minnesota second at just under 9 million hogs. Wisconsin's hog inventory hasn't changed from last year as we now have 370,000 hogs on farms across the state. And before you get to more, a reminder that coming up February 3rd and 4th is the Wisconsin Corn, Soy, and Wisconsin Pork Association meeting. down. And I assume the Pork Association is still having their meeting. I better not speak out of turn here. But again, down at the Kalahari in Wisconsin Dells. That's February 3rd and 4th. It's always a good meeting, and it's had to be canceled last year, but it is on this year as of right now. As I said earlier, we got to do what we can to get rid of this COVID and get it under control so we can have these meetings. These are good meetings, lots of great speakers, a lot of great information is transferred, and farmers take home a lot of good things. A lot of the folks you deal with uh, business-wise in agriculture set up booths at the trade show. But again, it's a good meeting, and it is scheduled right now to be live, and hopefully it stays that way February 3rd and 4th down to Kalahari in Wisconsin Dells. So get registered for that session. They always have great speakers in there and a lot of good breakout sessions as well, plus lots of information you can find at the booths in the trade show. So, again, that uh, has to do with the hogs as well as soybeans and corn. All right, Joe, what else is happening? The Farm Bill will get the attention of Congress in 2022, even though we're not scheduled for a new farm law until 2023. At one of the House Agriculture Committee's first hearings in 2022, Ag Secretary Terry Tom Vilsack will update the committee on bill, farm bill oversights. House Ag Committee Ranking Member Glenn Thompson of Pennsylvania says one of those oversights is providing more disaster relief for farmers in the new farm bill. All right, so you can bet there'll be a lot of give and take there. And of course, as this elections come up in 2022, will be a change. Will there be a change of leadership in either the Senate or the House? And if there is, of course, that means new committee chairs to write that farm bill, and that will all have an effect on things. So lots of things to keep your eye on going forward. Also, we mentioned coming up in February, the Wisconsin Corn Soy Pork Association annual meeting. But, uh, Jill, doesn't the uh, Wisconsin FFA alumni, don't they have their session scheduled for sometime in February? What does it say? Um, the Wisconsin FFA alumni is going to have their anniversary annual convention and business meeting February 4th and 5th at Central Wisconsin Convention and Expo Center in Rothschild, Wisconsin. And now is the time to get registered for that as well. Yep, registration is open, and, and, but it will close on January 4th, so we need to get on that one. All right, so again, those are some things coming up, giving you a little advance notice, but... Those meetings are scheduled to be live face-to-face meetings. There'll be a a lot of other ones. I think the agronomy meetings after the first of the year, I think they are going to be virtual. But again, the ones that uh, are going to be live that we know of right now, the corn soy, we've also got the uh, alumni, FFA alumni going to be live and 
We'll get the calendar updated as we get into the new year and tell you what else is going to be live. Something that we're going to have to talk about, markets. We'll do those next right here on Wax. A lot of land comes with a lot of work. The Kubota MX Series has a lot to offer. Part of our under 100 horsepower tractor lineup, rated number one for reliability, they feature the versatility to mow, move hay bales, grade roads, and clear brush and snow. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Chili Implement in Chile today for all your equipment needs. They're west of Marshfield on 8th, then south on Y. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's see what the markets are at Equity Altoona. Let's hear from Jim Lindsay with yesterday's sale. Choice beef steers and heifers dollar to $1.25. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers dollar to $1.20. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers $1.10 to $1.18. We did top at $1.22. Choice Holstein steers 95 to $1.09. Select underfinished over heavyweight oversized steers and heifers 94 and down. Top 20% of the cow cows sold from 52 to 64 with the top of 67. 60% of the cows sold from 35 to 51. The bottom 20% of the cows sold from 34 and down. Organic market on Tuesday, 20 per, top 20% of the organic cows sold from 70 to $1. The bottom 20% of the cows sold from 69 and down. Cow bulls sold from 60 to 80. Thin, full horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from 50 to $120 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $50 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $100 to $250 per head. We are now selling organic cattle on Tuesdays at the Altoona Market. Please have all cattle and appropriate paperwork to the barn by 11 a.m. the day of sale. Our next special feeder sale is January 7th. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to reg- register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to our upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. Thank you, Jim. Jim Lindsay over there at the Equity Altoona Barn. And we're 13 minutes away from 6 o'clock. Again, one below zero right now around here. You go further west and it's colder than that. You go further east, it's warmer than that. Let's find out how warm as we go over to the Equity Stratford sale barn. Jerry Fitzgerald's over there. Good morning, Jerry. How, uh, well, how cold, how warm is it over there in your part of the world? Well, good morning to you, Bob. Uh, really in the deep freeze, I still have 17. Yeah, I know. And I looked at Wausau was 23, Marshfield was 20, but... Again, over to the west, as the cold temperatures are coming in, it's, well, a, it's a lot of different. We're losing ground because when I got up, it was still it was twenty two. So I mean, it's uh, I'm going to have to go out there and get the snow moved before it gets really cold because it. Uh, uh, this sounds like this is going to be the norm now until what into the weekend, huh? Yeah, into the weekend. Uh, who knows? It's uh, December to January, and uh, we're just getting started with winter. Well, let's get started with the market report from Stratford. How things been going so far this week? Hi, Bob. Thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. A summary from uh, Tuesday here today here at Equity Stratford. We'll start out with the hay sale yesterday. Uh, around uh, round bales of grass here type hay selling mostly from thirty to forty eight dollars a bale. Smaller round bales of grassy hay mostly from twenty to thirty dollars a bale. And your small squares uh, still a decent demand from two dollars to three fifty per bale on small squares of hay. Now on the market auction yesterday, we'll start out with the uh, organic market yesterday. We sell organic cows every organic market cows every Tuesday. Higher yielding organics yesterday from eighty two to ninety. Uh, lower yielding uh, seventy five to eighty. On the conventional cows, uh, market cows a fully steady market so far this week. Higher yielding fleshier Holstein cows fifty five to sixty five. Extreme top on the cows at seventy two, and that's on a very high yielding beef cow. Uh, most of your cows, your average cows, continue to sell between forty and fifty four. Thinner cows, plainer cows, below the forty dollar money. On the bull trade so far this week, better quality bulls selling mostly from seventy to eighty two. Lighter weight bulls below seventy. And uh, most of our fed cattle are sold today on Wednesday, so we'll have an update on those on tomorrow's report. Calf market so far this week, better quality bull calves selling mostly from 70 to 170. Uh, a lot of fancy bull calves on Monday from 170 to 190. Uh, little, little or no demand on these heifer calves, uh, $20 and below. Beef calves, again, very strong this week, 150 to 300. Uh, we did see these black calves up to 325 on Monday's auction. And we are at Wednesday already. We have a busy marketing day on tap here today at Equity Draft. We start this morning, 10 o'clock. We will start with market cows today. Uh, fed cattle, as I mentioned, also market bulls. 
Sheep, hog, and goats this morning. Baby calves around 11.30. We'll get to the feeder cattle sale at noon or around noontime. We do have a nice lineup of feeder cattle sales today, uh, for the sale today, including a consignment of bred beef, cows, and heifers. Uh, a lot of, well, there's a lot of combination of Angus, Shorthorn, Galloway breeding in these cows. So if you're looking for some uh, bred beef cows, bred for all stages, anywhere from first, second, and third trimesters, these cows are going to be in. We also have a good run of uh, beef feeders today and also a, a very fancy consignment of Holstein and Holstein cross steers. Uh, two-way cattle, they're going to weigh about 950 up to 11. So, again, that feeder sale around the noontime hour today and, again, uh, Thursday auction tomorrow as regularly scheduled. Uh, starts at 11 o'clock, market cows, baby calves. And uh, as we wind down the year here, Bob, uh, no no change in the sales schedule for the rest of the week. So, folks, keep that in mind. And, uh with the changing weather today, it's, I'm sure folks out there are used to it. Uh, drive careful. Uh, I don't know how many plows are going to be out. We didn't get a lot of snow, about more of an aggravation than anything, about uh, maybe two and a half, two, two and a half. Maybe some places got three. But uh, anyway, uh, drive careful and uh, board those trailers up good today because by noontime, it's going to be rather chilly, isn't it? You bet it is. It's uh, winter time in Wisconsin. Enjoy it, Jerry. We'll talk to you in the morning. Yep, and I, I suppose we should mention... Uh, Probably an icon has passed, John Madden. What a yeah, we what were a, talking in, about that earlier. Yeah, he's uh, he was he was fun to listen to, wasn't he? Yep, and I'll tell you, uh, uh, just between you and I, Bob, and the rest of the people that whatever, uh, rather listen to John Madden, Troy Aikman. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, a lot of people feel that way. All right, Jerry, thank you very much, Jerry Fitzgerald, over there at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Just like the quality signature on our bag. The ironclad designation on select Latham brand soybeans promises outstanding performance. I'm Shannon Latham. Infestations of white mold, SDS, SCN, and IDC are growing, but not in fields planted to ironclad. An exclusive package of traits from Latham Seeds, ironclad soybeans have protection from the most troublesome diseases to help your crops express their full genetic potential. Find ironclad soybean seeds right for your acres exclusively at LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. Want to save money? A-plus insulation service. A plus insulation EC.com. A plus insulation EC.com. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, let's get more market information from the sale barns as we head over to Central Livestock at uh, Zombrota Albany Barns. And here's Kelsey to tell us what's going on. Fed Beef Sears Choice and Prime. We're at 128 to 142. With a mixed grading of 116.5 to 127. Fed beef heifers brought 127 to 144.5 with the mixed grading of 70 to 126. Fed Holstein steers, choice and prime, were at a dollar eight and a quarter to 117.5 with select and choice at 72 to a dollar eight. Market cows brought mostly 44 to 57 with the high yielding cows at 58 to 83 and a half and the thin shelly cows at 20 to 43 market bulls range from 40 to 96 market hogs there was a light test the lightweight sows were up to 51 with the heavyweight sows at 50 to 54 lightweight boars there was no test but the heavyweight boars were at 14 to 20 new crop fed lambs range from 230 to 232 and a half Feeder lambs brought 235 to 360, and our ewes range from 130 to 185. LS Tractor. Now you can do more for less with legendary LS Tractor reliability from Synergy Cooperative. More standard features, more capacity, and more operator comfort. LS Tractors even offers cab tractors perfect for winter. Stay warm, cozy, and comfortable in your own cab tractor from Synergy Cooperative. They have all the implements and attachments you need to get tasks completed. Stop by Synergy Cooperative in Ridgeland and join the growing LS Tractor family today. Customer-owned, community-minded, Synergy Cooperative. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we do have market reports on grain and dairy, courtesy of Synergy Cooperative. And Jill, what do those numbers look like? Well, it was a slow trade Tuesday with little correction, except for the meal. Meal, soybean meal has gone up. Corn, March prices are 604. Oats, March is at 
four up one. Soybeans are at thirteen sixty seven down. Soybean meal is at soybean meal is at fourteen four eleven forty per ton up two thirty with wheat at seven eighty three up. Um, then we'll go to the wheat and grain service, Chippewa Falls location. Corn is at five fifty. Soybeans are at twelve ninety five. Connorsville location is at five fifty. West soybeans at twelve ninety. Doomer's Grain Service of Holman, Buck Country of Arcadia. Cash price corn is at five forty. With soybeans at twelve seventy four. Country elevator prices: Golden Pump in Arcadia is at five forty. Baldwin, Durand, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek. Are all at five forty five for corn. Osseo's at five fifty five. Elk Mound is at five fifty three. Sparta's at five fifty seven. With Ellsworth at five thirty seven. Our soybean meal is a little bit varied. Baldwin is at twelve ninety nine. With Durand at twelve ninety nine. Elmwood also. Mondovi's at twelve eighty nine. Fall Creek is at twelve seventy nine. With Osseo at twelve eighty nine for the soybeans. Elk Mound is at twelve eighty seven for soybean Sparta is at twelve seventy six with Ellsworth at twelve seventy nine. At our ethanol plants we have no quote from Boyceville, but Stanley we're at five fifty with Noom Richmond at five forty five. And that's the way the markets look this morning, courtesy of Synergy Cooperative. Again, getting colder out there. If you're over to the west of us, it's well below zero. As you get further to the east, temperature is still above zero, but they're changing. It's one below right now in Eau Claire. We'll get about 10 above today. Wax 104.5.